This is Convey, conversations on the power of good communication. I'm Michael Piperno. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining me for this episode of Convey. Joining me today are Franco and Wendy Salerno of Dariana Bridal and Tuxedo in Warrington, Pennsylvania. Franco and Wendy have a great small business success story, and I'm excited for you all to hear it. Also, in getting to know Franco and Wendy in the past year or so, I've continued to be impressed by how they make communication effortless for their customers. If you own a small business or work for one, grab a pen and paper, because I'm sure you're going to be inspired by what this couple has done to make their business a success. Franco and Wendy, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you for having us. When we first met, I was really impressed with how robust your marketing communications were with your buyers and your customers. Tell us how you got so smart with your marketing. Well, uh, first, I'd like to know how you got so kind with your questioning. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, I, I just think it's um, it was a need. I mean, it was a very competitive, competitive environment we're in, and we had no experience in either bridal, tuxedo, or retail. And we had to learn quickly. We invested our own money in this and we had to make it work or the consequences would have been dire. Um, did a lot of reading, did a lot of research, um, looked a lot of uh, looked at what a lot of competitors, not in our immediate area, but throughout the country would do. Um, and we just went from there. And honestly, we tried different things. I mean, mm-hmm. to give you an example, there's a Temple University uh, student that needs to do an internship. And we're, we gave an internship. And it's, you know, I actually think he'll be able to teach us something, too. You know, what, what ideas? Look at our business. What do you see? Where are the big gaping holes? You know, yeah. it's having an open mind. You know, and I don't know if Wendy has any. Yeah, sure. As far as being creative, um, the age of most of our staff, they're on that millennial Gen Z divide. And it's a lot different how they communicate, how they see the world and what they use to search and what they're interested in. So they teach us a lot, too. We have to be very open minded. Uh, some things seem a little frightening, but I guess it's just, a, again, it's just a divide. But um, they've t- helped us a great deal. And in addition, we, uh, prior to this venture, we come from the real estate environment, which, you know, when you're in a purely commission-based environment, if you don't produce, you're not making any money. So you, we kind of learned that you better keep things going and mm-hmm. be creative. So I guess that sort of helps too. Absolutely. And you, I mean, you're very active on social media with the business, right? Yes. Very. What, what networks do you find or, you know, the ones that you leverage the most to keep in touch with your, with your customers and your prospects? Well, I, uh, for me, uh, it, bridal is um, extremely visual. So Instagram mm-hmm. is, is huge for us. What is becoming even bigger for us is TikTok and our, you know, our Gen Zers are all over that. They love to do that. Um, but right. there are other things like um, marketing campaigns, email marketing campaigns, and you can probably talk a little bit more to that. Sure. I mean, look, if, if you want a silver bullet for me, it's, you know, Google My Business listing. It's free. 
it's robust if you develop it properly and and babysit it every day um i would argue that's 80 percent of our business wow um, really you know yeah i mean google in my personal opinion and, and i'm not an seo person we're not seo people google mm -hmm. still owns the internet in our view um right. you know that may change someday but that Google My Business listing brings us so much with reviews, with products, posts, um, questions and answers. We have 60 questions and answers on our Google My Business listing. Oh, wow. Um, we have, I, I want to say, 6,500 photos on there. Um, so that's that's a big one. But, you know, we're actually all over the place. LinkedIn, um, we have a listing on Glassdoor with reviews from employees. Um, Nextdoor we're on. Um, Eventbrite, I put our events on Eventbrite. Mm -hmm. um, Visit Bucks County, I put all of our events on Visit Bucks County. These are things, why do I do this? I always think, do things that your competitors don't do. If you do exactly mm -hmm. what they do, you're going to be closing your doors, you'll fail. Right. Um, and that's some of the ideas of, of what we do that are not, YouTube, we're huge on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Um, so we, I probably we're in probably 20, 25 different platforms and I wow. bet you 10 of them, our competitors don't even use. And it is an awareness game with, with what you do, I think, because, you know, people have a certain times in their lives that they have a need for, you know, for formal wear like that. And I, I know I shared with you last time we talked, when I moved to the area here, we live in, everybody, we're in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. I had a, an event where I needed a tux and I didn't know where to go. I hadn't seen any advertising. I hadn't heard of anything. So it was word of mouth. I asked some folks, where should I go? And I got the name of one place just one, you know, so of course, that's where I went. This was before mm -hmm. you, you all were in business. Sure. I'm sure I would have been my awareness would have probably been heightened of your business because I, pro I did do a search right off the bat. And if you're on YouTube and all those other platforms, I'm sure you're ranking really strongly. But that's interesting about Google My Business. Uh, look, I, it, I actually think it's a, um, it's it's quite vital to any small business you you it's free it, it, it's very easy to manage you don't need to be a programmer um we even test new products for google they actually saw our google my business listing and they called our store and now we test new products for them that aren't even available to the general public and i wow. always think it's not a bad idea to have google tinkering in your your account to give it more credibility Absolutely, especially because it, a lot of folks have a, have trouble just getting Google's attention to give them support for a problem. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's terrific. Well, that's a real compliment to you all that 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 they think that they see value in having a relationship with you as a small business, for sure. Yeah, I mean, and look, you asked earlier how we did that. I've read entire books over the last six years, four years on how to optimize your Google My Business, and then from there, we just did it from experience you know right um i read an article probably seven years ago six years ago that said the economist magazine and starbucks used google plus which is the predecessor to google my business right um for seo purposes and i thought hmm two sophisticated organizations are doing that there must be something to it and that's how i got on it yeah definitely I want to switch gears for one second because I'm a communication guy and what we just talked about, you know, marketing communications is part of it. But I'm curious to ask you about 
Not necessarily. Well, I guess it is about mainly about weddings. I mean, weddings are known to be a high stress situation. And I'm sure that, you know, there are nerves, people feel overwhelmed. How do you deal with that kind of heightened stress in your customers, in your communications? Do you have any tips or secrets? Well, for me, you have to be completely honest. People see through if you're, you know, trying to tell a story or, or get one over on them. That's not who we are. We're extremely honest. And when we tell them, look, we're a family business. We have two daughters. I get exactly where you are and we're going to get through this. We're going to help you through this. I really think that people just don't want to feel like they're on their own. Mm -hmm. And in a business like ours, because of that, if they see our faces and they have our mobile phone numbers and you know they can text the store they get us at all hours mm-hmm. believe me all hours and we feel like that's a huge benefit because if there is a bride and there have been brides freaking out at 10:30 at night over mm-hmm. something they can text us and I'll give them the answer or whatever they need in order to sleep that night. Mm -hmm. That's what we'll do. But I really think it's just being honest and them having the ability to get a hold of us, knowing that we want it to be a perfect day for them because we do. That's, that's what this is all about. So that's, uh, that's what I think. Yeah, absolutely. Honestly, it's the best policy. Don't argue with them. And look, honestly, sometimes, there are emotional problems going on with the family and mm-hmm. the extended family and things aren't coming out in a very reasonable manner, even towards us and vice versa. So just be compassionate. But I've also learned, don't let people take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay to set the record straight and say, look, that's not really what happened. Our records show this. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when, you know, in those particular instances, when you push back, they see that they can't just, steamroll you and 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 give all the answers that they want to hear or or say so be compassionate that's probably the best bet some you're going to win some you're going to lose fortunately 99 percent of the customers are happy you always Mm -hmm. have that one percent that's tough to keep happy yeah i always have that you'll always have that yeah well and i think the the key is compassion like you said because even when you do have to push back if you take that moment to just put yourself in the other shoe in the other person's shoes so that you can push back in a compassionate way it makes all the difference in in every walk of life I think. Yeah, I mean if you look at our if you go on our website you'll see you can it's our landline it's the actual store phone number you can text us. I mean you we we were at the gym this morning and we had two texts before we mm-hmm. even got to the gym. Um, so you can contact us anytime. It doesn't matter. Uh, and you're speaking to the owners. It's not a bot. It's not a computer. It's not outsourced. It's, it's the two of us and our daughter even answers those. Right. And that's absolutely different than I think others in your industry. I mean, I've never had access to the owners of somewhere where I was getting a tux rental from or going to, to get fitted for, you know, being in a wedding party. Not only did I not get access to owners a lot of times, I wouldn't even feel like I was getting any kind of opinion, you know, on how that style works on me or anything like that, which is very valuable. And I know that that's, you know, that's a level of service that you give to your clients. Yeah, I mean, we dress, I think 
in the past we've dressed about 7,000 people a year. I think this year it'll be 10,000 plus. So we've seen a lot of different styles and we have a lot of different advice that we can give. How have, how have you navigated this pandemic? I mean, this sounds like you're, you're growing again in this very hard year. How, how are you, how are you pulling that off? Wow. Yeah. So this year has been very extraordinary for us. So, I mean, I can let Wendy kind of start it for us. We had an extraordinary event even before the pandemic unraveled. Um, Mm. If you want to tell that story or do you want me? No, you can't. <laughs> okay, yeah. So this is very emotional. Uh, March 5th, uh, in the morning of the March 5th, uh, Wendy passed out very early in the morning and fractured her spine and was in the mm. hospital for a couple of months. And it, it was a heart-wrenching time for us and our daughters. They weren't even sure, sure she was going to live. So then the pandemic hit, and I'm thinking, oh, wow, we're forced to be we're, – we're being forced to close down – yeah. He's in the hospital and I'm thinking, well, wow, all right, I'm going to lose. We're going to lose everything we have. Um, so wow. we got creative. We started doing video appointments. Mm-hmm. When I got out of rehab, I needed basically 24 hour care. And as it happened, because we were shut down, I had 24 hour care. Um, mm. The only thing. Thing really that I could do, um, you know, I couldn't walk, I couldn't write, I I couldn't do really much of anything. Um, I used the voice command on the computer and I blogged. I just mm-hmm. did blog after blog after blog, and I it was something that I felt like I was contributing to, and I think now it's actually catching on that I was able to do those things during those, that time. Wow. Yeah. So we have, I don't know how many we put on, but there's a lot. Oh my God. We, we, we put <laughs> a lot. There was, sometimes we do one a day <laughs> and I'm talking 700, a thousand, 1500 words. Um, that's impressive. Yeah. So most, most companies can't pull off one a week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we did I was a lot. cranking them out. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so that was one thing. We were closed. We, there was nothing we can do. Right. Um, you know, right. more practical matters. We had to negotiate with our landlord. We have a very big store. On, I yeah. mean, mm-hmm. you can't miss it when you drive by. We're right on on the state highway on 611 Easton Road in Warrington. Mm-hmm. Beautiful space. I mean, you, you can't miss it. So the landlord wanted his money and we had to negotiate a compromise. Um, right. So We had designers that had they were just backlogged with shipments to come to our store. We couldn't, we couldn't be there to accept it. We couldn't, they were just backing up with so many orders. You know, by the time we opened up, we were, you know, begging them to just send them in little chunks because we had nowhere to go with everything. Um, and we missed, that was our high season. We missed prom. Yeah, there was no prom. Prom and spring oh, weddings. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's probably our highest revenue months. Yeah. Gone, disappeared, never come back. I mean, that's not true. The weddings, many were rescheduled. So it's mm-hmm. deferred revenue. But prom, that's lost. That's, that's gone. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. So th- that was a little tough because th- that season gives us a very nice cushion to continue operating, you know, until the following year and doing funding purchases and so forth. 
Um, so that right. was challenging. We got creative. We cut expenses. We got, um, you know, we got leaner. We got, you know, but oddly enough, when we opened back up during the yellow phase in June 5th, 2020, things went crazy. Brides, we were packed. Yeah. We were packed. I mean, we. Trying to distance was tough. <laughs> yeah, brides yeah, wanted their wow. darn. They yeah. wanted to buy a dress. They wanted to do something happy. And that just seemed right. Be, and mm -hmm. our revenue spiked and it continues. You know, now uh, tuxedos are down not as much as we thought, but they're down because people are um, postponing weddings. So they're not wearing um, right. tuxedos, but that's OK, because I can see the momentum. We're going to be beyond what we were last year because of all the fittings we're doing right now. Right. Yep. Wendy, how are you doing in your recovery? Well, thank you. Uh, they said that, you know, it's up to a year and it's coming up to a year so. Uh, there's still a few things that um, may or may not come back, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, all things considered, I am very grateful and I think very fortunate that I had the care that I did. Yeah. And, you know, it's a very scary time. You just, you know, one minute I was completely fine and the next I was not fine, yeah. <laughs> not fine at all. Wow. But, you know, and, and then in rehab, I, uh, that's when they cut the visitors because of COVID. Mm -hmm. So then I had no visitors. I couldn't see my family. I was gone for that long. It, it was it was hard. It that's was very hard. hard. But, yeah. um, it, you know, gave me a chance to focus for that that length of time. And, yeah. and hopefully that, you know, that certainly helped. Yeah. Well, listen, we're going to take a quick break for a moment for a word from one of our sponsors. Everybody will be right back. Okay, everybody, welcome back. I'm here today with Franco and Wendy Salerno of Dariana Bridal and Tuxedo. And we've been talking about the communications that go on with their small business and everything from marketing to how they communicate with their customers. But I want to ask Franco and Wendy what it's like to be married and working together. And it seems to be always on if you're answering texts and phone calls at the gym and late at night. How are you guys doing with, how do you do it with uh, being married and, and running a business together and basically being with being together all the time? It can be a lot of togetherness. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, for us, we, we really don't know any other way. And mm. the the way that I look at it, this, when, when we opened this business, there was like another child, you know, that mm. requires all of you. And mm -hmm. the fact that we do it together, I think gives us a great advantage because if only one of us were involved and all of our time was devoted to the business, where's the time for your partner? So yeah. the fact that we're involved so much in it, it's just a huge aspect of our lives. I mean, it's, it's, it's a major part of our life. And I feel also an advantage is if something isn't working on my side, if he needs to help me or, or pick that up, that's a great help and vice versa. I can kind of step in and see it with um, fresh eyes, something he's not seeing, just kind of handle that. And yeah. I think that's a really big advantage for us to be able to do that. 
I would think so, especially to be able to have your your you know your spouse or your partner be that sounding board for you. I mean, there's such a level of trust there, you know. That's really important. Exactly, and I love that you know that we own it, and if we want to make a decision, it can be done on the spot. Yeah, do you want to do it? Yeah, let's try it. Okay. Right. <laughs> or no, that's not a good idea. We don't have. There's not a someone else to go to um, to get the approval for that. It's mm-hmm. it's us. So I love that part. And it seems like, you know, you just said about let's trying it, try it. And you've done that with a lot of your marketing tactics and communication tactics. It, there's almost like a level of fearlessness with that. Have you two always been um, quick decision makers or unafraid to try new things? Or is it more business related that you're that way? You know what? I'm I'm not really sure. Like he's he's sort of the the data numbers guy and I'm the you know, emotional all over the place kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know how you feel. Yeah. I, I think um, I like taking risks, you know, mm-hmm. I, that's, we got into this business. I think that's a way to also compete is if you, you, we always used to say that, you know, when we'll zig and zag. So the, the competitors can't figure out what we're doing. You know, we do mm-hmm. this right now, six months from now, we're going to be doing something differently. And that's right. hard to keep up on. And we can see competitors copying what we do. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes irrelevant because we're not doing that anymore. And we're doing something completely different. And it's very good. Now we have bridal lines. When we first got into this business, we had bridal dress lines from designers we couldn't get. Mm-hmm. We couldn't get them because there's geographic protection. And oh. we were locked out of some of the best lines. And that was painful. That was mm-hmm. tough. Now we're ahead of the game and we have one line that people are driving from forever away other states to come because we're the only one in the area that has it and nobody else can get it because we lock them out Mm -hmm. you know so eventually it comes around you just described something i want every small business owner to, to 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 take note of you know you you talked about how other people are copying what you're doing because they think they should, because they think, you know, rather, and it's from knowing the both of you, even though we haven't known each other long, too long, I can tell you're making the decision because it's the right thing to do for your business and your clients. Absolutely. Not everything has worked. Honestly, we've mm-hmm. tried things. I'm like, wow, that was a big failure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, and that's okay, because then we can kill it immediately. Yeah. Um, Fail but- fast. Yep. Exactly. But the, yep. the beauty is I personally truly believe if you're co- if you're doing what your competitors are doing, you're going to eventually close your doors because you mm-hmm. got to do it differently. You got to uh, differentiate yourself you have to believe in it. You have to be authentic. And, you know, you can't be authentic for for too much. It, it doesn't work like that. You right. If you believe in it and that's that's your direction, that sticks. That becomes I think that becomes a big part of your brand. You know, like when I said we're we're honest and we're compassionate, we've always been. It's not like we just learned to do that. We started that way, and mm-hmm. and people realize that now. I I think there's a confidence in us because of that. And that's why you have the reviews that you have. I mean, so many, so many reviews. <laughs> so, and I, I, that was you're kind of answering one of the questions that was on my mind. Is that you know how do you get such glowing, amazing reviews? But you just said it. I mean, you're authentic. You're honest. But what else? Is there anything else that you do that you wouldn't mind sharing that, you know, kind of are little things that turn those customers into such fans? Well, I think as far as the brides go, um, every 
bride that has an appointment gets at least a, an intro text message from me. Most of the brides prefer a text over a phone call. Mm-hmm. I think actually m- most people now may prefer the text. Yeah. Um, I always offer if you want to call, this is my, you feel free, but you know, just an, an intro to reach out and introduce us. And we're so excited to have you. And we are, we appreciate their, their coming to us. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll tell them if you have any questions, if you're nervous, you know, what, what are you feeling? Tell me, tell me a little about you and your day. And these, the, the girls, they want to talk about that. I mean, they're, they're, that they've been waiting their whole life for this mm-hmm. and they want to tell us and I want to hear it and I want to make it a great experience for them. So they know when they come in, they've already, they've already spoken to someone. They already know what to expect. Right. So they're not afraid to come in. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes I think even if they come to us as a first store, I think that bar is set really high. Yeah. They remember how they felt at our store. And I do think that's a big differentiator. Yeah. Well, you've done the work to create a relationship. You've taken it out of being just something that's going to be a transactional into, you know, actually a a one-to-one human interaction, which can make all the difference. Absolutely. And then for, I mean, for Tux, you guys are great with the guys because they're, yeah, so <laughs> they're they may not be into it as much. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you a story. We have our our uh, formal wear manager is uh, we hired him. I think four years, three years ago, or four years almost ago, four, yeah. almost four years ago. Joe doesn't look. His name is Joe. He doesn't look like the average. Mm-hmm former wear person and you know in the beginning i was a little upset i'm like wait a minute this guy's not dressing nicely and uh-huh. his hair's down to here yeah. and you know he's got a beard and you know what i realized i'm like oh my goodness this is working you know there's a good portion of our customers that never dress like this that are very working class that don't dress up and my god does he connect with them they don't feel intimidated by him they don't he's really laid back and a real sweetheart and he has been become like the most amazing asset in in dealing with customers high end and low end it doesn't matter mm-hmm. there everyone loves him because he's not intimidating and he's going right. to make you look great right yeah yeah kind of makes all the guys feel really comfortable because he's he's got sort of a, a silliness to it that like I don't know. There's a really good connection and an authoritative kind of stance that, you know, mm. he can be silly and he can connect, but if they do, you know, ask a question, he, he has the experience and the authority to give the right answer, right. you know, to be honest and say, I think you're going to like this over this, but it's your choice. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think he connects really well with them. Yeah. No, we laugh like mad. And <laughs> we, we laugh the whole time during these appointments. Mm-hmm. They're fun. I mean, they're, right. I mean, we get really silly. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a good time. Well, and it should be fun for the, for their customers. And I'm really glad that you make it that way for them when they come into your store. Yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, um, I want to ask you just some kind of rapid fire communication questions. Now, these don't necessarily have to do with business, but just to help uh, help my audience get to know you both a little bit. um, Just tell me what the first thing that comes to mind when I ask you these. Okay. Okay. 
<laughs> All right, here we go. What's your favorite social media network for personal use? Oh, gosh. I would say Facebook. Facebook. And how about for business use? What's your favorite one? One, two, three, Instagram. <laughs> yeah, Instagram. Yeah, absolutely Instagram. Yep, absolutely. Your photography yeah. on Instagram is really great, too. Is a lot of that your actual um, photography, or is a lot of that from uh, some of the manufacturers, or some of the uh, brands that you use? So um, for Instagram, the aesthetic that I have right now is um, there's a real bride, meaning mm -hmm. a bride who I am taking a photograph from her photographer and putting mm -hmm. that on. And then there's uh, a dress of ours from our store. And then there's a tuxedo from our store. Mm -hmm. So the real brides are professional photography, but the mm -hmm. other ones are ours. They're, They're from yours. our oh. store, from our staff. Yeah. Um, all the videos are done by us. Yeah. These, these smartphones are amazing nowadays. They can do some pretty amazing things. How about this? Complete this sentence. Customer service is blank. Everything. Vital to survival. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> and how about this one? Family is blank. Aww. Key to life. My loves. Yeah. <laughs> My heart. Yeah. <laughs> well, you two are a shining example of what a family-owned business, successful family-owned business can look like and sound like. And I'm so impressed with what you've built, and I I, uh, I hope that uh, all my listeners will check you out. Do me a favor, uh, Franco and Wendy, tell uh, my listeners how they can find out more about you. Sure. So we are Dariana Bridal and Tuxedo. Our website is DarianaBridal.com. Um, you can find us pretty much anywhere. Our um, handle on most social medias is at Dariana Bridal. It's even the handle for our Google My Business listing. If you Google Dariana Bridal and Tuxedo, you will see every platform we're on and every place we are. We are located at 241 Easton Road in Warrington. And if you ever have a question, you can actually text us at 215-491-8500. And in fact, a text just came through on our phone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> awesome. Franco and Wendy, thank you so much for joining me today. I really enjoyed this conversation. Thank, thank you, you Michael. Us. This was great. Absolutely. That's it for this episode of Convey, everybody. Be sure to subscribe to the show on whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts and head on over to my website at michaelpiperno.com to learn more about me and check out all the communication tips and tricks I share on my blog. We'll see you next time. Bye.